advertise the referral. And do you think that $25 gift card is like, a, should be a lot of people's if they don't have one yet? Do you think that's a good? Depends on how lucrative is that salesperson and how much are they willing to give away? Impact of the reward is better than what the reward is. You can really achieve a greater deal of business when your networking is getting the business for you instead of solely relying on company paying for marketing, door persons banging doors. There's so much good stuff you can do with Absolutely. gifting to referral partners and other folks that you wanna kind of build relationships within your local market. Hey John, you mentioned something kind of unique that roofers could be better at. Can you share with me uh, what you were talking about? Sure. I, I think that there's always room for improvement. You know, I think we're always growing skills. We're always learning. We have different buyers entering the market, different buyers exiting the market, age classes, things like that. And there's ebb and flows of new construction, reconstruction. There's so many little factors. But one of the things that was really successful in my selling career was referrals. And it seems like everywhere I travel to coach and consult, I hear, oh, we've got a referral program. And when I listen to that program, I think it could be improved. I think it's lacking a few things. Um, I think on the front end, it's lacking education. How do we get referrals? And what's the best way we get referrals? How many referrals we get? Just kind of educating a salesperson on the potential of referrals and what that could mean for their book of business. Hmm. So that's one. Two is how and when to ask for a referral. Most referral programs I hear are programs about referring somebody who's going to buy a full roof. But if you think of the time it takes to go from referral mm. to inspection, if it's a retail roof, great, but what if it's an insurance claim and then they have to go through the insurance claim and then they finally, they finally buy the roof and it's months later and you're following up on your referral and you're giving that reward or whatever it may be. There's a big disconnect there. The other piece I think is missing is frequency, that when we go to sell to somebody, if we really want to be in that neighborhood, we probably knock that neighborhood multiple times. You know, we've been to their house, we wait until they come to the door, and we want to have a pitch with them, and we're trying to get a, a confirmed no. But I don't think we always get the confirmed no with referrals. Hmm. So frequency and confirmed no, right? So what's the frequency I need to go through to actually get a real no from somebody when it comes to referrals? It's kind of interesting. And then hmm. are we asking for the right referral? Not the right referral for me, which is a concern. Like I do think I need to be aware of that. But is it the right referral? Is it an easy referral for the homeowner to give? And I'll give you one example. I, I can't go through all of them. But when you're, done with a, when you're done with an inspection, that person knows you long enough to know that they chose your company to come to inspection, they trusted you to let you up on the roof, they stood there and had a conversation with you about the photos or damage or whatever it may be. That's it, that's all the time and process you have. You don't know that customer very well. They actually aren't even a customer yet. And I think there's this mental block that if they're not a buyer yet, we can't get business from them. Hmm. But most people start changing their buyer decision the more impressions they get for something, mm -hmm. the more advertising they get for that. So I'm kind of advertising the referral through the entire life cycle of the job. Yes. So I would rather ask for a referral then, but I need to be very, very, very specific. This is my take on it. But I think it's really easy to say, hey, do you know the neighbor on this side? I noticed they're missing some shingles. Do you know the neighbor on either one of your side looks like their roof is possibly older than yours? And what I'm doing when I say, ask questions like that is, 
I'm asking for somebody specific. I'm making it easy for them to give me what? A yes or a no? Yes. Instead of vague, open-ended questions seeking referrals with long time waits to be able to get the benefit of the reward of the referral, I'm giving, I'm getting them to a yes or no question. Yes, I know my neighbor. No, I don't know my neighbor. Okay, great. I just happen to notice they have some over shingles. I'm gonna go over and talk to them, but I prime the pump for the first referral. I'm starting to mm -hmm. advertise the referral. And I, maybe I can finish and be like, oh, that's unfortunate. I typically do a $25 gift card if you can pass a referral and your neighbor is a pretty easy referral. Mm -hmm. Now I've done what? Now, now I made it easy to tell them yes or no. And then I got to know. But I've also told them about the program and that it pays right away. And I give you the, lead, the money right away. I give you the gift card right away. And they may say something like, well, I mean, I know someone across the street or I know, mm. I know someone further down the road. Now they realize they're getting that today and there's not a long wait time for that. Mm. But I asked a yes or no question. I didn't ask for, is there anyone in the neighborhood you know, or would you be willing to pass a referral? Or like, I wanna be very specific because they don't trust me enough to reach deep in their pocket and pull out their closest friends, their family, their loved ones, right? That's not who I'm getting early, but I can start selling the idea of a referral early and then continue to ask deeper and deeper and deeper the more I get to know them throughout the life cycle of the job, rather than waiting till the end of the job and say, you know, Mrs. Smith, we work best on referrals and we want a Google review and by the way, write the final check and we just dumped a whole bunch of crap on them mm -hmm. to finish it and we're not gonna get the thing that we need. We're also asking improperly or weak or open-ended in that setting as well. Whereas I can go from priming the referral on the front end to maybe at the end of the job, I know them so well that I know their favorite restaurant or I know their favorite bottle of wine Right? or I know where they work, and then I can spin those things into, are you still at the dentist's office right up on you know, Main Street? Yeah, how, how many people work at that dentist's office? Oh, there's about 12 of us in there, and there's just the one dentist. It's a pretty small operation. Nice, and you've been there how many years? Five years, wow. I, quick question for you, because I just happen to have two more of those $25 gift cards. Do you think there's two people at work that you would be able to set up an appointment for? Or what if I gave you both of them? You kept one and give one to who you can refer to me. So now I get to be more specific and I get to reach deeper into their friend circle, into their work circle because I know them better, mm -hmm. but I'm still making it easy for them to say yes or no. I love this. And I'm rewarding it right now. I love that. And do you think that $25 gift card is like, a, should be a lot of people's if they don't have one yet? Do you think that's a good if incentive. I gave you all my secrets, I would have to kill you in this video with self-destruct. I will, but I will die to give you a before, few references. I'll die for my audience. I've given away as small as $5 Starbucks gift cards and as much as 50. It depends yeah. on how lucrative is that salesperson and how much are they willing to give away. Yeah. And understanding what is the value. But this value. is from the salesperson, not from the company. Yeah, no. I, I so spent you're my, just. Uh, 2021, I think I spent almost $7,000 in, in stuff that I paid for referrals. Okay. Now. I also sold millions, Yeah. okay? But I, I was willing to pay for it, Yeah. right? So why wouldn't I? Absolutely. So for me, it was very, very easy, but, but think of it this way. If I've gone as little as $5 Starbucks gift cards or something like that to somebody, I've also gone, I think the impact of the reward is better than what the reward is. It's instant, that's number one, so it's already more impactful. But let's say at the end of the job, I know I finished a job, it was nearly a $100,000 job, and at the end of the job, I'd been in their house three separate times, and I noticed a specific bottle of wine 
that they had that I know I liked as well. So it was easy for me to retain that image in their house and I bought that bottle of wine, it was about $52.99, plus 7% tax. And I went in and I had that in a wine bottle bag, gifted, and I thanked them for it. And they're like, oh wow, this is my favorite wine. I didn't know it was their favorite wine, but I knew they drank it because it was sitting open on their countertop. So that $50 bottle of wine they gave me the people across the street, which was even bigger than their project. Hmm. So when I think of the money or the reward, it's not so much the money, it's the impact of it. Would I continue to give somebody $5 gift cards and I'm not getting anything back for it? No. I'm buying the appointment. Yeah. That's what I'm buying. You're not going to buy the appointment for $250. Mm -hmm. You're going to buy the appointment for something low. Yeah. And when you buy the appointment for something low like that, it makes a world of difference and you get better results from that type of stuff. But I did it. I did it systematically throughout the entire life cycle of the job. And I have an entire process I do this. But I highly encourage roofing company owners to work with your salespersons to develop programs for them that also encourage them to maybe come up with some of their own programs. Yeah. Right? As an owner, I want to maybe give them their first couple gift cards to go out and do it with. Okay. Let them see the results of it. Or say, hey, if you give one away, we'll match it. Right? There's so many different Mm -hmm. things you can do, but I would encourage them to do that because you can really achieve a greater deal of business when your networking is getting the business for you instead of solely relying on company paying for marketing, door persons banging doors. There's a lot that happens in between there, between the social media, which you and I have talked about before, and referral networks. Build good referral networks. 100%. So let's talk about that that bottle of wine for one second. Because that's after the job that you're handing this off and guess how many times i'd ask for a referral by then five yep i love that it was my fifth referral ask i I appreciate that very very much and you're talking about specific and you're giving them stuff quick so when i'm marketing the referral we talked about this i'm advertising the referral i'm advertising that i'm going to ask for referrals but i'm making it easy for them every single time to say yes or no so yeah it was the fifth one go ahead what was the question (laughs) yeah the question is essentially how common is the gifting after job and what are some other examples of types of gifting after the job completion that you've done? So I classify everything into a percentage. I'm a numbers geek. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that you have a job ticket average of 25000 When I'm above my average, it's probably in a neighborhood that's above average. If I am well above that average and I know there's opportunity in that neighborhood, or maybe say that they, maybe it's a unique material. Maybe I'm in a place where they had cedar shake, and I know the area has a lot of cedar shake or something like that. So I want to take the stuff that is outliers on the top and provide them with post-job thank yous. I also need to rule out any outliers that had problems in the job. So I'm not going to go to the ones that had a bunch of complaints, issues, we broke something, there are low, low likelihood to give me another referral or to Mm -hmm. give me a referral. I'm not bringing them gifts at the end with the effort to do referral. I may bring a, I'm sorry, gift. <laughs> yeah. Okay, We've yeah. all had to give those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I want to focus on my top 10% of clients, the markets that they're in, the homes that they have, the roof surfaces that they have, and I want to make sure that I'm giving gifts to my top 10% of clients. So if I close 75 jobs in a year, that means I'm giving away eight gifts. Nice ones. Decent stuff. Hey, Denver. Hey, Dallas. Chicago. Blueprint is a one-day event for contractors focusing on tech, your team, and getting more traction. We want you to use the latest tech and automations to make your business run more efficiently. We want to help you grow your team, both in terms of finding talent 
and growing leaders inside your business. And lastly, we wanna help your entire company grow. You need to get more traction and make more profits. So if these topics are interesting to your business, go to companycam.com slash blueprint and sign up today. And so that's like the, the bottle of wine, anything else that you Sports could, games tickets, sports I, knew that they tickets. Were, I knew that they were a fan of the local football team that I didn't care about or like at all. Yeah. And the tickets were fairly cheap. And I, I, it, was, it, was, it was this simple. Sitting there, I priced the tickets in the driveway. Yeah. I knew exactly how much they cost. And I said, I'd love to give you tickets to next week's game. Is that something you'd be available to go to? Well, yeah, we're in town. And I was like, all right, let me get the logistics and I'll call you and I'll get those over to you, right? But I already knew what they cost. I knew I was gonna get them. I got back in the car, I bought them, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, here's the tickets, you know? So and you're making it as immediate as possible after you're talking yep, about it and all that. Exactly. Yep. I like to be able to hand them gifts. Like I had someone who's a whiskey collector and that's something that I have a hobby of as well. And I brought them something out of my collection they'd never had before. They sent me, that year they sent me nine referrals total. So I gave them several different gifts, nine referrals total, six of them qualified for a new roof. Amazing. And I mean, like, you gave me these Jordans. Yep. Boom. I, wore, I, I mean, like, like you, you didn't necessarily have a major reason to do so. No. What was that? I did hook you up with a whiskey. You did? So you knew something that was important to me? Yes. Right? And what was What kind of whiskey was it? It was E.H. Uh, e. Taylor. E.H. Taylor. Single batch. Or, yeah. Small batch. Small batch. A kind of a nice whiskey. And I think, like, also, like, in this case, we're talking about, like, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to call you an influencer. I know that that's like weird to say in, to somebody's face, like you're an influencer. There must be somebody behind me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point is, is like in your market, there are those people. You're talking about other hometown heroes. You're talking about like people that are other home service businesses in your area using gifting to increase referrals to them too. I mean, like Giftology is an amazing book on this, um, but there's so much good stuff you can do with Absolutely. gifting to referral partners and other folks that you want to kind of build relationships within your local market, I think. Yep. So I gave you the shoes and I remember the post that prompted the shoes because I was trying to think, of, what am I going to give Tim as a gift? And your wife had posted, you posted about more boots showing up at home. Yeah. And I was like, it's all right, it's time to get you some Jordans. Yeah. Right. So when it came time to give you a gift, I went straight to my wife and I said, get him the first pair I got. And that's what she went and did was got the first pair that I got and she facilitated my wife's my biggest fan biggest support she facilitated that took care of that shipped that out to me and you and I do know that these run these run hot in the roofing industry hey, right hey. so these run hot so now it was just another thing that beyond just a gift to me it was like now he's got those and the first time you hosted me for a class we both had on the same Jordans you know like I like little gifts like that. You were keen enough to know that I liked whiskeys and bourbons. Mm -hmm. you, you had to do a little bit of research or ask or yeah. learn something about me before you gave me that gift. And when you do that to people, it hits differently. Yeah. Everybody appreciates a gift. When you hit them with that gift that they're like, okay, I did, a, I did a project once and at the end of the project, I remember I saw that couple walking into a local restaurant. I was at the restaurant next door. I was with my wife. I wasn't about to go bother them for their dinner and I wasn't gonna mess up my dinner. Mm -hmm. At the end of the project, I went and bought them a gift card to that restaurant. No clue if that was a good or bad thing. And I walked in and they said, how'd you know this is our favorite restaurant? Hmm. Situational awareness is really important. I think that when you're selling with an act of service, you don't walk in it selfish for the sale with blinders. And that's how I looked at referrals too. 
I know that this person can get me one or two more roofs. So I need to be attentive, I need to listen, I need to learn about this person and not just be so fixated on the close, the one sale, that I spend maybe a little bit more time with my customers knowing that I'm gonna find customers that get me one or two more sales. And I found out that I had a massive referral network. In the lifetime of my roofing career, I had one lady who has referred me 15 jobs working for two different companies, but I was the only person she was ever going to refer to roof to. It's like almost pushy, like you have to use my guy type of person, right? I you know, love like, that. You know those people, right? Yeah, like, that's awesome. And they're almost like mad if you don't use the person mm -hmm. that they recommend. You didn't use my referral? Yeah. You didn't use my recommendation? Yeah. That's who this was. So much of my business is referrals, but I want to recap a couple of things. It's asking the right questions when you're trying to get referrals is one area I think we can improve advertising the referral, right? So you're trying to build up to it. It may not happen mm -hmm. the first one, but don't stop asking there is, is another crucial so step. You can put it in your website. You could say service so good, you'll want to refer your neighbors. Yeah, exactly. Right? You, can, you can always just seed the pot. And then instant gratification or buy the lead. Okay, so you're making the referral award quick, accessible, available. Um, and that, that mindset is basically you're buying the lead when you do that. So I hope this gives you a little bit of insights on just how you could improve a referral process because it was so crucial. In my final years of sales, I was opening, I was really, I hadn't opened, I was driving hard the consulting firm, opening a shingle identification lab that I would have to fly back and forth to once a month in Texas. NTS, baby. Yeah, and that was, you know, uh, NTS has been a huge development. That's been fantastic. But I still sold and I crushed it mm -hmm. because I wasn't selling. Guess who was selling it? Your person referring. The person that already bought. Yeah. They're your biggest fan. Get them to sell for you. And I know people have got this data and their Aculinks or wherever that they're looking at. What is our close rate on different lead sources? And look at that referral close rate. Yeah. It will motivate you to, do, to follow through on some of the Track stuff. your referrals too. Yes. It's very powerful to track what source that's coming through. Hold your salespersons accountable how they develop that lead and have a category that can put that in there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, John. John the Roof Pro all over social. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah. You can find me, John the Roof Pro, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. But if you really want to connect with me, do that through Facebook. Thanks, Tim. Awesome. Thank you so much. Peace.